Beardy and the Beast, The Second Wall. This is placeholder intro song. Welcome to The Second Wall, a binge-free zone where we will look at a series and discuss it in small chunks, similar to water-cooler conversations of old. We can be found on most podcast and social media platforms, a full list of which can be found at beardyandthebeast.com. Today we'll be discussing the Netflix series Squid Game. With me, of course, is Drew. Please feel free to join the conversation in the comments below. You don't trust people here because you can. You do it because you don't have anyone else. I kind of liked that line, actually. <laughs> it, it was really good. It's It allowed me to understand that 456 is not just a fool. Mm -hmm. Like He actually kind of understands things that are going on right now. Yeah. And I just, you know, to, to make you sound super smart again, um, that line, I was immediately like, nope, Drew was right about the daughter. Oh, like, with that being just that thing that was bothering me, like just that line, that reaching out to, to 67 mm. immediately made me actually go like well, connect it. It's, I mean, like I could still be proven wrong there, but yeah. it just, the writing seems okay but it mm -hmm. does seem good enough that they would have considered that um yeah. and of course if anyone is wondering what we're referencing i think it was a theory i had from episode one where i thought the reason why he seemed like he didn't care about his daughter is because he couldn't do anything about it yeah but his actions kind of spoke otherwise but there was also conflicting there so we're still waiting on the jury on this one yeah. um because i think it can still go either way but i think i mean the way that story resolution goes it doesn't really have another way to go but him yeah. being redeemed as a father yeah um i do think there might have been a double like this actually just clicked with me i think there might have been a double meaning with that line too mm. um because i am convinced he doesn't trust 218 anymore 18 yeah uh yeah. 218 uh yeah yeah, two eighteen. He just the their interaction right at the beginning of the episode. It's like he he knows he knows exactly what happened. Well, that's that's my thing. I have this. I still have this theory that it was actually four five six that got the good scores and two eighteen stole his test or something. Yeah. Um. So my current thought. I mean, I might just be uh, going wild with this theory, but I really do think four five six is very smart. Yes. It's the only thing that makes sense. Speaking of 218, do you think... So when, when he saw uh, 456 had made it, mm -hmm. I mean, the acting was on point for like this two seconds. Like you could see the relief on his face. Yeah. So I mean, like props to the actor on that because he sold it. I mean, it's... I don't think it's... It's a, it's a little late for that, but... Yeah. Do you think they're going to try to do like a mini redemption arc? So I actually thought they were, I, I almost thought they were starting it right off the bat there, but then kind mm. of, yeah. Um, specifically when they're like just in the, the brawl for lack of better term, the, the bloodbath, I thought they were kind of doing something there and I almost expected like 218 to, 
go down there defending them or something. But I don't think they they didn't build on that, so I wasn't completely convinced that that's what they were trying to do there. Mm-hmm. It, it could be a sowing the seeds for it. I, I'm, I mean, I could see it right now being a situation where, like, uh, 218's dying, and 456 is, like, over him, and he has that last confession. Yeah. And like a false redemption. So he's mm. like admitting that he did uh four or five, six wrong. Yeah. But I mean, that's not absolution, you know? Yeah. I, I think actually, you know what? Given the tone of the story, I think that's how two eighteen is going to die. Mm. Of course. What, what was the refresh me on the theory I had? Was it, uh, I think the theory we came up with was, yeah, Two eighteen ended up taking everything, and yeah, two eighteen being the twist. Um, yeah, last contestant. Yeah, yes. And I would hate it. I would hate it so much. I would love it. It depends yeah, I... on how it was written, but yeah, yeah. It's the thing. I, I think we kind of talked about that when we came up with that theory. Was yeah, I could see myself being satisfied with that because I think they could do it in the right way. Mm-hmm. Like, like. Um... So the twist that I would do with that to have him happen. So you have that same dying in the arms thing and you have four five, six going, I forgive you. And just like, I could see that being really interesting with the character, just like twisting that knife of knowing you've basically screwed your friend out of, out of everything. And. Oh, oh, oh no, I'm going, I'm going like way out left field here. I'm not sold on this, but I just thought of it. Mm-hmm. Four, five, six knows. And instead of a, I, I forgive you, he gives a, I know. Mm. And that, that would mean going back every time he mentioned 218, going to SNU mm. uh, as being like an, a reminder mm. of how he was screwed over. So like four, five, six actually being vindictive about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sold on this, oh. but I would, I would, I would love that more. That that could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, oh, since we're on the character, I, I gotta get this off my chest. Two forty. New girl in town. Mm. My style. Hundred <laughs> percent. You see that? Like fully aloof, doesn't care. Yep. <laughs> All she's got to do is have a dog and a motorbike and. <laughs> yep nope I, I see that <laughs> <laughs> i i mean it's sad she's gonna die yeah oh obviously but i mean there's a strong there's a strong possibility most of them are gonna die <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not stoked for the game of thrones moments where like the primary characters start getting offed yeah well is it i'm, I'm not quite as familiar with the general story structure from uh korean media but i i see like if the main characters are going to get off if we go with the redemption thing it's going to be you know 218 212 they're going to be the ones that or that i see as the main characters and one-on-one that are going to get killed mm-hmm. or it's going to be all of the protagonists that get killed Right, so four, five, six, one, which I'm pretty sure he's gonna die at some point. 
still uh, 199, right? Uh, I I, I, I don't know if they would split it or if they would go with all of one side. Maybe the last person standing is the detective. Well, the detective's not part of the game, though, right? Yeah. I'm just throwing this out there, just like a little thought I had. All right. I, I would hate it. I don't think it could be written in good, but like, if we if we look at this from a battle royale stance, mm. having that last person standing and having it be someone who wasn't even participating in the game in the first place. Yeah. Um, I'm stoked though. One ninety nine didn't die. Yep. Uh, he's quickly grown to be my my favorite character. It's yeah. Like, he... <laughs> um. What what was the term that you had used uh, uh, for him and 6-7? Not redeeming, but uh, sympathetic. They were sympathetic. Yes, they were the only sympathetic ones. Um, Like, he's doing it for money for his family and, like, his newborn. Yeah. Um, I mean, 6-7's doing it for, um, effectively, to get her parents and whatnot. I won't make light of that struggle. But if she saw past that, she's capable enough. She should be able to take care of her brother. Yeah. But it's I'm going to be sad when he dies. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. So uh, I want to talk about the cop kit just for a second, just because we, we mentioned it here. Yeah. For the life of me, I cannot figure out how he hasn't been caught or if they know and they're just letting him do whatever he wants. I think, um, well, he was only scanned the once, and the person who scanned him died. So it's it's weird that such an intricate operation doesn't have routine scannings. Like, they all scan when they exit the door. That's like a weird kind of loophole that you kind of, the cop's presence doesn't make sense if they were to do that, but... Well, there's that. I mean, he ended up having another mask. Yeah, he got it from the old 2-8. Yeah, right. There, there's the whole aspect of them going, oh, 29 didn't, like, the guy didn't show up for his duty and stuff like that. It's like, you know where he is. <laughs> it, it, it's Well, in, in that particular scene, um, those are people who are going behind their company's back, right? Mm. Um, so that the only times that they can interact are with many witnesses, except yeah. uh, during these illicit meetings. Yeah. Um, the loosest plot line is the cop. Yeah. I'm just trying to make it all fit. Not yeah. Just... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just... it's, and, and I think I said this even when they introduced him. It's like, but why though? <laughs> like, it, it's just a character that I don't think needs to be there. And especially where we're seeing stuff from, like, 111. I know you called him out last episode, too. Um, now we're seeing what he is, so... Obviously not a plant, but has ties. Yeah, the organ harvesting. Yeah. And they could have used that enough to show what's happening on the guard side instead of having this random guy that's just making me go, you're creating so many plot holes with how this is done that I don't understand it. (laughs) There is, from my experience, there is a bit of a... uh, there's a bit of a trope in Korean cinema. It's the uh, handsome police officer. It's it's 
was it handsome police officers and then flicks like John Wick. Mm. So like you get like these weird uh high body count revenge stories. Right. Okay. Um, I'm thinking that I, I mean, if I were to look at it from a production standpoint, it would be them like, oh, we need we need the uh, the handsome actor to come in to, you know, draw in buzz. Right. But I mean, his acting's fine. It's just yeah. the writing around his character. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not. Yeah, it's not his acting. It's the the holes he has that around the characters the way this organization is like it, you know, it puts V for Vendetta to shame for the, the cameras everywhere. And he's hasn't been caught has, even though he's been out of place and they're going to recognize that, Hey, this person isn't where they're supposed to be in. Right. Uh, so it's, that's where my issue lies. Not with the character with, the plot around the character. <laughs> mm-hmm. They did have that super cool scene though, when he, he put on the square mask and then he like before the brawl and he yeah. looked to the side and then there was the guards in the elevator and they like split. So they, he could stand there. Yeah. I was like, I just thought it was a really cool scene, especially with the, what the guards represent and the fact that they were wearing this, like these bright pink jumpsuits is, mm-hmm. is been a, so a fact that I've enjoyed about mm. It's it's weird that like you haven't we haven't been seeing them like cycle between colors, yeah. Because I I would ex- expect there to be some weird meaning in that, hmm. like the way that this is structured. I'm still there's going to be some like math genius who figures out the the pattern of the numbers. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, we we talked about that before too. <laughs> um. All right. So the next bit of characters can move on. We're going to kind of treat them as a unit here. Is um, uh, was it two twelve and one oh one? Yeah. So, I am not surprised in any way that they hooked up. I'm not surprised in any way that two twelve took control of the situation. I am surprised at how quickly one oh one betrayed her. I th- I think. It was it was clear to me that they were uh both using each other. Yes. That he wasn't convinced at all and she was manipulating him and he knew it. Uh I think the shortness of the series is what played with that turnaround. Mm, that's probably what it was. I just uh, figured it'd be another episode. Like give it an episode to let that relationship actually build. Mm. And then have it, right? Because basically it was the end of episode three so like the first third of episode episode four i just expect it's the exact situation i expected to happen right one of them was going to betray the other it was very obvious they're both snakes they're that there's that toxic relationship between them that i can see playing out very well right it's just that you know they're they're the antithesis of of how 67 and 456 are being shown. Mm. And like, yeah, I know they didn't trust each other. I knew that they were toxic to each other. Just it's one of those relationships that would make sense to stick around because you're just going to get such an interesting dynamic out of it. 
that could make for good antagonistic forces between the quote-unquote villains of the series and our protagonists. Yeah, I'm wondering, the way that it ended to me, and of course, so just like hypothetical thinking of it, thinking about it from like the writers or the production standpoint, it almost seems like he started doing the thing and then went, no, this ain't it. Yeah. And then just like get rid of it. Because it also... It allows you to almost like a character development point for 101, mind you, unneeded one, mm. but it it allows you to see we'll throw anyone under the bus to get through this. Yeah, it's Again, just, unneeded. it wasn't, yeah, exactly, it's unneeded. Like, no, that's how the character is. You didn't change anything with the character. Keeping her with him knowing what the game was would have actually been some sort of possible development around the character yeah, yeah. right Something. showing showing you can have that bit of relationship and then throw her under the bus <laughs> or her throw him under the bus either either works yeah i'm wondering uh, maybe, maybe she's just going to be a thorn in 101 side an obstacle and that's that's why like we'd have to see the next episode yeah but i can anticipate that I think she will be the cause of his death. Yeah. Because I don't see him making it out. I don't either. Um, which kind of, kind of leads to another point. Because I, I agree she's going to be the cause of his death. Or he's going to be the cause of his own death. Mm. Right? right. He's just going to get some hubris or something. He's going to get him. But now she's forced her way into 456 group. Yeah. So is that something that's going to stick? Is is she going to find a way to betray them? Like it's, it's almost adding by them not continuing with one one. It's almost adding like this other layer of complexity in the dynamics that I don't think is needed because I I don't think we're going to get any real payoffs from it. We expect her to be to be a snake a temptress or something like that so but she could do that outside of the group how is it going to change when it's in the group especially when we've already got questions with 218 there honestly i think that the way this series was written it seems to me that they had a start and the finish four five six with and maybe like a couple of the other characters mm -hmm. were there and they knew exactly where it was going to start and exactly how it's going to end yeah and they needed to fill that, so they just create a list of numbers with character ar archetypes, and then, you know, theory craft until you get from point A to point C. Yeah. Um, and that might be, like, there's something weird about the writing in this mm. that really makes me think that might be the case. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I go, is there, is there tropes that I don't know? because I'm not familiar with yeah. with the media. I've mentioned that many a time. Um, or, I don't know, this, this kind of don't. I mean, it's like they're trying to get, they're trying to mimic the metagaming of reality TV shows mm. without the actual build-up that you get around that when you, in something like Survivor, where they show kind of the backstabbing, and but they form their alliances really strongly at first. Like... 218 and 456 would be a good example of how a reality TV show story arc 
yeah. would be between two characters. And it's almost like they're throwing her in there to be doing that same type of thing, but missing the mark by, again, pulling her away from 101 too soon. There, there, there was a moment in this where it kind of reminded me of this Korean show called The Genius. There's a couple seasons of it. Uh, quick synopsis. I think there's a payout at the end, and it's a series of uh, uh, games, and you get eliminated from the games. It's not quite like Survivor because it's all strategy games. Right. Like There's a series of rules, and it's how um, there's the social manipulation and the rule manipulation and how it affects. And you have uh, two people <coughs> who become contestants for elimination, and they go to an uh, elim game. And they compete against each other in the elim game, and then of course somebody's eliminated. Um, honestly, you should check it out because there's a lot of like sweet rule crafting in there. I'll, 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 I know a legitimate place that you can get it, so. I'll, All right. Yeah, I think you'd be really interested in it. At least season two and three. Season one is kind of eh. Yeah, the concept. The concept sounds right up my alley. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So. I think that's kind of the core character stuff that I wanted to talk about. Um, I don't know if you had. No, it's, well, I mean, this is mostly about the characters. Uh, I guess that brings us to a of war. Yeah. So one thing I noticed during the, um, during the, um, the fight in, in the um, sleeping area. Mm. And I almost want to go back and see if they did this in other ones, but where, 67 and 101 were fighting. There was the, um, there was a mural behind them mm. of tug of war. Oh, so little clues like that. Yeah. It, it was like, I noticed it and I actually rewinded it a couple times to make sure I actually saw it. Right. <laughs> because at this point, of course, I didn't know what the game was. Yeah. And I'm just like, but I saw that rewinded it a couple times and I'm like, huh? That's the game. <laughs> yeah, it makes me wonder if there were other things like that. But of course, not being familiar with all of the games, like the Man with the Umbrella, I would have no idea. I wouldn't have recognized something like that necessarily in the murals, but... Yeah, that's a very... Makes me wonder like, if they're there. That is definitely something more particular to that region of the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't notice anything like that. I just knew yeah. that... I knew it was Tug of War as soon as they started forming teams, because I watched a trailer. Mm. And my my brain pieces things together contextually, so I just instantly went, oh, it's probably the tug-of-war episode. Yeah. And dang. Yeah. I, so... I, I do like how the big strategy, like this, this like deus ex machina of a strategy, it felt like, and it was going, and it was working, it was working, and then all of a sudden, like, it wasn't working. It was legitimately, like, physical ability does <laughs> matter in some circumstances. So it's interesting. Um, as soon as I hear us tug of war, uh, because I know we want to talk about what is our, like, would we survive this? Yeah. And other than the fact they gave us a cliffhanger for no good reason, um, I have to make the assumption that they win. Mm -hmm. Crazy show if they don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their strategy was my exact strategy. Oh. Because, look, Almost exact, because my strategy, my immediate strategy was, you don't need to be the strongest, you just need to have the endurance. Mm. Make the other team tire themselves out, and then do a lurch forward to make them lose balance. Which they're doing. And, and then 
pull rhythmically. Yeah, which they've already established was, that they can do. Like, so yeah, this is. I don't know any of those. All I know is, I would need to make sure my center of gravity is lower than theirs. Well, that that's where that's where some of it came from. Because way back when, when I was now it was the same size as it was now, but much younger, mm. uh, I, I was a wrestler. Yeah, and I mean to get your your center of gravity lower than theirs. They essentially did that and just, but they just changed the weighting in a way by doing the lean back. Yeah. But the biggest thing that it, it came to, to, to winning matches, um, especially cause I was in like kind of a weight class, like I'm on the, on the higher end of the weight classes. And which means I could be facing guys that are a lot bigger than me, yeah, yeah. which happened. So my strategy, I mean, I mean, let you tire yourself out. I can hold this position. You're exerting the effort. I'm resting. So that's what immediately came to mind. And the rowing, and, and I basically thought of rowing yeah. for, the rhythmic, for the rhythmic pulling. So I'm just like, that's going to be hard. You concentrate all of your force. So even if you've got weaker people, you kind of get that little um, ebb and flow that, that can help you move. And most people are just going to be pulling with all their strength and no coordination. Yeah. And from rowing, that doesn't work. So that's kind of why I thought of that. The only thing I didn't think of was I didn't, didn't even enter my mind to stagger along the rope. Makes sense because you're widening your stance. Yeah. You're, you're becoming like a much more stable unit width-wise. Yeah, as soon as they said it, I'm like, oh no, it makes perfect sense they're doing it. Yeah. But, um... Well, especially so, when they're locking the rope in um, at their armpit, the yeah. way that... The hand, it's taking most of the arm strength out of it, right? Yeah. Um, so you're using the arm strength just to maintain hold, and then yeah. you're using the rest of your body, which is much stronger. Yeah. Especially for um, guys like us who got, like, real good legs. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's pretty much them. like, hope we don't go against the team of all the big dudes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Granted, you and... probably would have died in the Umbrella Man one, so... <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't have yeah. had the strategy here and then I would die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the the only part that I saw strategy that the biggest hole in their strategy was was the leaning back. Hmm. They should have definitely focused on lowering their weight, their center of mass. But with the leaning back part, they throw their center of mass off balance. The only reason they're staying up is because the other team is is pulling. Yeah. All the other team needed to do was take the single step forward. Yeah. If they did that, they would have been gone. What they should have done is had one foot forward and then one foot like behind them bent. Yeah. But yeah, they didn't need the parallel part. That that's a strategy that works that I think would work very well from the the kid side a one's side where he's talking about this is how I did it when I was a kid. Like, okay, that makes sense because kids aren't necessarily going to think of that, but yeah. I mean, like getting people off balance is such a big thing that, well, it's, it's going to pay off here. They're going to fall mm -hmm. and they're going to kill 10 people. Yeah. And it's about to happen. Yep. Uh, it, yeah, I, I, I wrote, I even wrote, down because i thought it was funny 
they're legitimately on the precipice of this giant drop. And I wrote down, dang, cliffhanger. So I wrote, <laughs> why the, I wrote, why the cliffhanger? Lol, I see what I did there. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think this show is self-aware enough that they know what they did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think one other interesting thing with this game in particular is this is the first game they've had where your team, you have to actively kill someone else, uh, which kind of threw me off a little bit, um, especially because of the way the rules were read. Yeah, it, it seemed odd to me as well. Um, what didn't seem odd to me was the meta game where the the brawl was expected. Yes. And intentional. So, like, that made sense to me. Yes. But I expected it to be continued. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the, the metagame part, yeah, that was... I, I'm, su I'm surprised that so few people died. Yeah. But I'm also surprised at how many people immediately jumped into the, <laughs> the killing. I kind of expected a little bit of a... I actually expected almost nothing to happen. <laughs> well, after, like... Even the more passive people after that brawl, like the people who rose to the occasion when they were like actually under threat of murder, yeah, uh, would finally understand like what extent they're gonna have to go to. Yeah, I, yeah, that that brawl, like I, I expected that, and you know, expected the brawl was exactly what I wanted. So, and the way the rules were in tug of war. Like, they specifically say, all you need to do is make them fall. My immediate thought was, make them trip and fall. Mm. Right? Like, would the game be over if they take those three steps forward, they all fall? Oh, I wonder if they'll do that. The thing is... Oh, I, I hope they'll, they'll do that, because they never say they have to fall off the platform. True. They say you have to make them fall. One caveat, though. Mm-hmm. The way that they do do the rules in this, yes, I think that'll end the game for that team. I think the team that falls will be shot. I don't they, disagree with that. They lost the game, right? I, I hope that that's how they go with it. Because I, I don't know exactly how I'll feel about our coterie being directly responsible, being actively responsible for the other team's death. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they go this way. Yeah, because that yeah that immediately came to my mind when they had well with that should should watch the next episode and actually see yeah <laughs> thanks for huddling around the second wall with us here tonight join us next time as we continue our discussion on Squid Game please join the conversation in the comments in social media or on our Discord as we would love to continue the conversation there again the full list can be found at beardyandthebeast.com. Thank you and have a great night.